What you are about to hear is a short commentary segment that was originally uploaded to YouTube, separate from any particular Rambles episode. Consider it bonus material. Dazman here asks a question that I'm not sure if I've, I've directly addressed. As the voice of denouncing reaction content and a watcher of Linus's content, that's Linus Tech Tips, I wonder what your opinion is of TechLinked and the newly launched GameLinked. GameLinked and TechLinked seem to be merely news aggregators and don't do any actual journalism. All it appears these channels do is regurgitate articles created by other organizations, taking their content without permission and making money off it. Copy and paste a few relevant articles online, run it through ChatGPT to reword it, and you're successfully making money from other people's content. It genuinely doesn't seem much better than doing reaction content. So this is one of those things where I would love to write like a long essay about this. You're right that they're similar, but they're dissimilar in key ways to the degree that I'm not as concerned about it. Another thing that's relevant to this discussion though, well, there's many videos to talk about this, but I just happen to see this video now. This video by JJ McCullough. He does a lot of uh, political commentary. He's a Canadian. And he's talking about in this, how the Canadian media has a hard time staying afloat and making money in part because Canada's small and that's gonna have a small audience than say the US, but just in general, he talks about how news companies these days are having trouble staying afloat, especially in smaller regions. And a part of that I think is that it's so much easier to get news on YouTube from content aggregators who can sit there, read a bunch of different articles, bring them all together and present them in a compelling, interesting, quick way. It might take you an hour finding the articles yourself and reading them and whatnot. You can just like chill and listen to your favorite content creator read the best bits of those articles. I think it's in part why a lot of these websites have moved to having a button at the top where you can press it and it, it will read you the article because they recognize that people don't necessarily want to read themselves. They want to be doing something else and have the news told to them, right? It's why I like audiobooks over actual books because I can do other things while listening to the audiobook. Is this a bad thing? While I do think these news aggregators do make it hard for real journalism to survive in some contexts. I'm not sure how you could stop that. Even legally speaking, you can't own facts, justifiably. How terrible would society be if the first person to discover a fact had universal control of that fact and no one could report it, no one could talk about it. It, it would just be theirs forever and you gotta pay them perhaps to use it. That'd be insane. It would have such a hugely detrimental impact on people's understanding of the world and ability to learn news and whatnot. So there must be some allowance that people can re-report facts discovered by other people. And so game links, for example, and tech linked as well, what they seem to do is someone reports on something and then they will read multiple different articles about that story from multiple different sources and then synthesize it into explaining about that story, right? And then they'll give their own takes on it and whatnot. This is very different in my view than a person say, starting a video or starting a live stream, bringing up someone's article and then just reading it, right? I'm somewhat conflating legality and morality here, but legally speaking, while you can't own facts, you can own your expression of those facts. So if you sit on stream and read someone else's article or you make a YouTube video where you read someone else's article and then just interject your opinion as you go, that possibly isn't defensible, legally speaking. But in the same way that you write an essay at university where you take information from endless different sources and then make your own essay, that's fine, legally and morally in my view. It's for the benefit of society that this sort of stuff exists. But it's undeniable that I think this does make it hard for the people who actually do the legwork to find out the facts to continue to survive. Like the amount of videos that I watch about the news is quite high. The amount of articles that I personally read, it's honestly usually only in the in cases where I want to talk about something in my ramble series 
or I see them linked on Twitter or something prior to seeing it on YouTube. Because it's just so inefficient to read these articles because I, I'm, I'm always working, I don't have time. But like obviously, as is the case with most things, giving credits doesn't matter. If you credit, hey, I got this information from this article, no one's gonna go to that fucking article, right? It's, it's not gonna pay the bills for them. So I don't have a solution for this. It's as I always say, we all have different values and sometimes they can butt heads. We value the idea of people being able to express themselves freely and share information for the benefit of society. We also value the idea that people should be rewarded for their efforts. The people who actually do the work should get something for that work and be able to sustain themselves because they're the ones doing the effort. And these things in this context are butting heads. And I don't know where the line should be. Well, I did mention a line, like I don't particularly like people who make it a routine thing to sit and just read other people's articles rather than, as you would at university, synthesizing a bunch of different pieces of information to make your own piece of work, where you put a bunch of facts found in other sources in your own words for some purpose, right? But things like tech links, game links, or you know, skill up and stuff, clearly while they are reporting on facts that they've read other places, obviously they're putting their own spin on things and obviously putting things in their own words. They're not simply sitting there reading articles. The problem is when people give their facts and research out for free and other people taking it to make money off it. I don't think that's a problem, especially in contexts where people are just giving out the information because they want more people to learn about it and aren't necessarily using that research and facts and whatnot to sustain themselves, right? Because obviously it still takes effort to synthesize information and make videos like this. And I have no issue with people making a living doing that. Like, for example, let's say it was impossible for people to communicate their thoughts on a YouTube video without rebroadcasting it. For some reason, there's just some aspect of reality where that changes, where you, you cannot ever give your thoughts or opinions or ha what have you on a YouTube video unless you gave it in its entirety re-uploaded to your YouTube channel. Would I be more supportive of it then? I probably would. At least I consider it to be less bad because it would enabling discourse on YouTube videos is good in my view. My criticism of reaction content is largely based around that it's unnecessary and is just born from laziness. People aren't doing the legwork to make something original. They're just re-uploading someone else's video by pressing pause every once in a while. Having the majority of the work being done by someone else and putting in no real effort themselves. But it's like, if you watch like a skill up video, right? His weekly news thing, you will see within it quotes from various different articles, but clearly the video took a lot of effort to make. It is a script that has been written, synthesizing a bunch of different sources. And then the B-roll information video and whatnot, the sound design and stuff, that's all being done by like two people. There's effort being put there. Skill up just isn't like starting his video and just reading articles and giving his opinion as he goes. So Daz is correct, there are similarities here, but there's dissimilarities that I think that makes this sort of news aggregation more acceptable. But I absolutely understand why a lot of journalists fucking hate new media and hate these channels and see them as a threat, potentially. To be honest with you, I'm not sure how much old media realizes their lunch is being eaten by a lot of these YouTube channels. They exist in a different world. This video by JJ, talks about how these companies don't like how links to their news websites are being shared on Facebook and other social media and whatnot. They aren't going after, say, the YouTube channels that regurgitate a lot of their articles. At least as far as JJ is reporting on this, they don't seem to be concerned about that at all. And that to me is the thing that's likely taking more of their lunch than people just reading the articles from links on Facebook or whatever. Oh, this is also true, what Josh was saying here. Remember the article about completing pacifists? Someone made the original, then a dozen more were made based on it, even in multiple languages. So for example, I look up this. Twitter Google Cloud Server. 
Twitter's refusing to pay Google for its cloud services. Same thing, 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 same thing. So like there's just endless different websites reporting on basically the same thing. And it's inconceivable that each of these people independently went to the source of where this information was and found that themselves. What happens is these websites go, oh, this other news website is talking about this story. We'll talk about it as well. And so they also synthesize information from other sources. Some will acknowledge their sources, like the New York Times today reported X, Y, and Z. Like even old traditional news does this as well, of course. They also work to synthesize facts given by other news organizations to write their own articles. I guess then uh, for them to complain about YouTubers doing that would be somewhat hypocritical, right? But certainly with AI, ChatGPT now existing, right? Well, actually I have seen reports that people are hiring with a special understanding of AI to do this. A news outlet's decision to write stories with AI backfires. CNET pauses publishing AI written stories after disclosure. So like news companies are already seeing that this is something they, they can do, right? Where they will t just take other people's articles, shove it through AI, have one person review it for any potential errors or whatever, and then shove it out to their platforms. So yeah, long story short, I think this is more acceptable, more necessary, and dissimilar enough from reaction content to be acceptable for me, even though I understand that uh, it's gonna be interesting to see in the future if these news companies can stay afloat and what will happen if they go down. I've said before, like if you look at people like, I suppose any of these news aggregators, what happens when the sources for all these bits of people's videos no longer exist? And potentially there's no one there left being paid to be the feet on the ground doing the reporting. Could that ever actually happen? I don't know. But obviously the YouTubers themselves are not in a position to replace them because there has to be things to aggregate for them to do their job. So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.